appears as if German lawyer Reiner Fulmich, who recognized the COVID crimes against humanity as early as 2020, has been set up. Fulmich was spearheading a project known as the Second Nuremberg and co-founded the Corona Investigative Committee. His committee consulted about 150 scientists and experts from around the world as well as former employees of the World Health Organization. And their findings showed them that the COVID measures were the first steps in a plan to destroy regional economies in order to make populations dependent upon global supply chains and were intended to reduce the population and install a world government under the United Nations. The Corona Committee received a lot of donations, which they believed were not safe due to the recent history of bank accounts being seized by complicit governments. One million euros in gold was purchased and put in holding. To fund operations, both Reiner Fulmich and Vivian Fisher took out secured loans. At a time of grave risk for the money in our bank account, we decided to act immediately and we took money out of that account, both she and I did, in order to save it and keep it from such an attachment so that we would be able to continue with our work because had our account been attached, our bank account been attached, we wouldn't have been able to pay for the translators, for the IT, for the management, etc., etc. Reiner's loan was for 700,000 euros and was to be repaid with the proceeds from selling his home, all documented and agreed upon by the committee. Members of the Corona Committee met with a law firm in August of 2022 and filed criminal charges against Fulmich. Committee members Justice Hoffman, Marcel Templin, and Antonia Fisher claimed that Fulmich embezzled 700,000 euros, the loan that he officially took out. They claimed he was a violent anti-Semite and that if he were given the opportunity to comment before criminal proceedings began, they would not file the complaint. Two warrants were issued for his arrest from Germany and from the EU without Reiner's knowledge. Without an international arrest warrant, German and Mexican authorities illegally abducted Fulmich at the German embassy in Mexico. He was then flown to the Frankfurt airport where he was arrested and put in jail. International law experts are calling his arrest an illegal kidnapping. According to documented company plans, Fulmich's loan was to be repaid after the sale of his property. But the very same people that filed the complaint against Fulmich sabotaged this agreement. The contracts stated that the profits of the Fulmich property was to be transferred to a Fulmich account so that he could repay the loan. But the notary, who was sworn to be neutral and independent, instructed the buyers to transfer the 1.158 million euros into Marcel Templin's account, which made it impossible for Reiner to repay the loan. The loans were transparently agreed upon in written contracts. There was no secrecy, and the company was aware of the loans at all times. The evidence that proves this has been officially submitted to the court, who has chosen to ignore it and has muzzled the defense and ordered they not be allowed to mention it. The evidence shows that Hoffman, Templin, and the notary illegally obtained access to the profits of Fulmich's property. And not only is the court ignoring this evidence, they have summoned these same people as witnesses against Fulmich. The complaint states, Fulmich has also made himself liable to prosecution for embezzlement by purchasing the gold bars without the consent of the shareholders, obscuring their existence and possessing them for himself. But the purchase of the gold bars is also documented. 
They are in holding and can only be accessed with the signatures of both Reiner Fulmick and Vivian Fisher. This is shown in company documents, which were never given to the public prosecutor, but they have been submitted by the defense and are being ignored by the court. Furthermore, while the court froze Fulmick's accounts, they failed to freeze the 1.158 million euros in Marcel Templin's account, which is presumably still there and appears to be the payoff for this internal coup. The trial is happening now in Germany, and the plaintiff's sloppy accusations are beginning to fall apart. One reporter at the trial said, The case was totally destroyed, and one could only sit there in amazement. A journalist from Biddle TV said that Reiner will not only be released, but also compensated. The people who did this to him, in my opinion, will be charged themselves. It is beginning to appear as if justice may finally be... I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make, and now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. It's Wednesday, February 14th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow Good morning, this. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Okay. It's February 14th, Valentine's Day. Hope everybody is feeling deeply in love we have just just so much to talk about today it's uh, truly mind-blowing it's one of those days folks so i'm glad you're here with us to break it all down we'll be opening up the phone lines in the third hour we'll be joined by brianna Mel uh, morello in the second hour stay tuned for that host of the brianna Mel uh, morello show lots of videos uh, to show you lots of new revelations about the destructive and despotic actions of the deep state. So let's not waste any time. Get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2024. Republicans impeach Mayorkas in historic vote. Yes, House Republicans on Tuesday narrowly secured a historic vote to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, rallying GOP members after a first failed effort. Mayorkas is the first cabinet official to be impeached since the 1870s, a vote made all the more remarkable by Republicans' inability to pass the same articles of impeachment last week when three GOP members joined Democrats to tank the resolution, citing concerns that their colleagues were abusing their impeachment power. Uh, the articles are not expected to move in the Democrat-led Senate. It'll likely die here. And, of course, it comes three years too late, considering the fact that even if the impeachment were to go through, you're essentially shaving off a couple months of Mayorkas' tenure 
as it ends later this year, early next year. Tuesday's 214 versus 213 vote is a recovery from an embarrassing speed bump for Speaker Mike Johnson, whose fractious conference, particularly Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, had made impeaching Mayorkas a priority as they seek to make the border a central issue ahead of November. The Department of Homeland Security itself described the vote as advancing, quote, without a shred of legitimate constitutional grounds. Which is interesting because uh, maybe they've forgotten about the literally tens of millions of people they let cross our border. Perhaps they they haven't noticed the 80,000 plus children that have gone missing. I know not a single shred of evidence of any wrongdoing or misappropriation of funds or coordinating to break the laws of the United States. Nope, nothing to see here. Again, nice to see. Too little, too late. Alejandro Mayorkas shouldn't really be impeached. If we're honest, he should be thrown in a jail cell for the rest of his life. Moving on, CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before 2016 Russia collusion claims. This according to a report, the U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election, which triggered the allegations that the former president's campaign had been colluding with Russia, according to a report. Former CIA Director John Brennan identified and presented the targets to the U.S. intelligence sharing partners in the so-called Five Eyes agencies. The intelligence gathering organizations in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, according to a report published Monday on Michael Schellenberger's public substack. And, of course, we talked about this at the time. This, this was sort of obviously what their technique was. Once again, we're in this position where it's something that we've known more or less, you can just sort of logic it out, right? You had UK spy members who were the ones who were provided the first dossier about Trump. And we pointed out at the time, well, it's this five eyes sharing. I, like, I remember very specifically talking about like, well, if I can't spy on my person, then I'll just go to the UK and they can spy on my citizen. I can't spy on my citizens. They can't spy on their citizens, but we can spy on each other's citizens. And it's called Five Eyes, and it's the reason this exists, to circumvent and uh, just simply get around the limitations imposed by our Constitution. So we've known this since it happened. It was obvious from the beginning. Now we have a lot more information about it. The report by the independent journalists Schellenberger, Matt Taibbi, and Alex Gutentag has not been confirmed by the Post. They cite multiple unnamed sources, including one close to House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence led by Representative Mike Turner of Ohio. Turner's office did not respond to the Post's request for comment. The U.S. intelligence community had identified 26 Trump associates as people to bump or make contact with or manipulate, one source told the outlet. In spy speak, bumping is when a person is manufa- when a reason is manufactured to meet with a target of interest in order to develop a relationship that could lead to intelligence. And it, it just ties in with uh, everything else they did to Trump during 2016, including allowing Russian agents into the country in violation of visa restrictions in order to let them go meet with Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner to then justify a FISA warrant against those people and their associates. It's all just little games they're playing. Something you have to understand about the FBI and the CIA and all these other organizations. Similar to the media, we always say the media's job is to tell the truth, but leave you leaving, leave you believing a lie. 
the intelligence agencies and the spy state, they break the law by adhering very strictly to the letter of the law. So they're not allowed to spy on American citizens, so they reach out to their five-eye associates and ask them to spy on American citizens. It's breaking the spirit of the law, but sticking very resolutely to the letter of the law, and in that way, they circumvent our uh, the Constitution and the protections against tyranny that would, in other ways, restrict them from uh, being tyrannical despots. Meanwhile, bloodbath at Paramount claims 800 jobs, including CBS News journalists embroiled in controversy. Several NBC News reporters were caught up in layoffs at Paramount Global, claimed 800 jobs, including one who's embroiled in high-stakes First Amendment fight and another who's reportedly weathered HR probes over his workplace behavior. Catherine Herridge, an award-winning senior correspondent whose First Amendment case is being closely watched by journalists nationwide, was among the hundreds of employees at CBS parent company Paramount who got pink slips on Tuesday, sources told The Post. The carnage provoked outrage from the rank and file at CBS, with some folks seeing their ire on Paramount Global CEO Bob Backish, who pulled down $32 million in total compensation last year, despite the company's ever-shrinking financial profile. Well, it's called our, our democracy. It's called the New American Way. It's called the people at the top purposefully and seemingly for no other reason than their own profit collapse the company or the nation or the state that they're in charge of and make out like bandits. This is I, I can understand why you'd be mad about Bob Backers making thirty two million dollars despite the company itself collapsing and having to fire eight hundred people because you can't afford to pay them. I can understand how that could seem bad but this is the modern world this is what's supposed to happen now he's just you know it's a doggy dog world and he's the biggest dog eating all the other little ones so you know there's no such thing as job security or you know taking one on the chin so you can benefit the people that you're responsible for it's all about just getting as much as humanly possible as quickly as possible and leaving a trail of destruction in your wake that's how you succeed in this thoroughly corrupt society that we now suffer through. Meanwhile, in addition to the 2016 spy games being played against Donald Trump for the for having the temerity to go up against the unelected deep state, FOIA documents have revealed that a secret 2020 election day meeting with CISA, Dominion, ES, and S, Eric. FBI, leftist organizations, state officials, and others has been recently discovered. Investigative journalist Yehuda Miller received several FOIA documents that completely reshaped what we are told to believe about the 2020 presidential election. Uh, Gateway Pundit will be publishing several of these explosive documentaries in the coming days. The election was billed uh, by the Democrat Party, Joe Biden, and mainstream media and former CISA chief Chris Krebs as the most secure election in U.S. history just like Joe Biden is the sharpest tack in the room because there's a certain there's a certain tactic that narcissists and psychopaths use when lying, congenital liars, people who can't help but be utterly and totally dishonest. They can't just, they can't give you any ground. They can't say, eh, you know, Joe Biden's, he's a little bit, you know, yeah, okay, the 2020 election was... Yeah, maybe it had some issues, but in the end of the day, it was legitimate. We got the right, and like that would be reasonable. That would be what somebody who actually respected and and uh, 
you know, had had respect for the people they were talking to. That's how they would phrase it. But these people uh, despise you and, and think that you're an idiot. And so instead of saying, yeah, maybe the 2020 election had some it was a bumpy road, but we got there in the end. They say it was the most secure election ever and questioning it at all is a Donald Trump conspiracy theory. And you're a domestic terrorist. And Joe Biden isn't an old man that uh, has, he has some trouble every once in a while. We can all see that. But at the end of the day. He's a, he's a firm hand on the tiller. No, no, it's he is the sharpest man in the room. People are in awe of his mental acuity. They fall at his feet, just dazed by the sheer force of his intellectual power. They, they have to go over the top with their lies. I don't know why. I think it's something psychologically wrong with them, uh, but it works on people, I think. I think it really works on people. It's very weird when they say these things that are just obviously the opposite of what reality is but then you talk to somebody on the street and they're like um actually the 2020 election was the most secure election ever you just have to be like okay so you're just you're completely off the reservation there's no point in even talking to you cult members they're all cult members so we'll get into this a little bit uh, more again. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency organized this phone call on 2020 Election Day, and it was, uh, you know, a big, a big cabal organizing to uh, make sure that the stolen election went off as planned. All very predictable. Now this is a another story in a series that have happened in America over the recent past. Man arrested after vandalizing South Florida LGBTQ pride mural, police said. Here's the thing about the mural. Uh, they painted it in the middle of an intersection. So what this man is now being charged with, a felony crime, he's being charged with driving a car on the road. See, they painted the road a rainbow. So now it's a sacred road. Now it's not just... Uh, there it is. There's the felony crime. He may be going to prison for years because of that action. What did he do? Well, he pressed the accelerator a little bit harder than necessary while driving on the public road that some religious extremists had decided to paint a rainbow color to represent their open disdain and hatred of uh, Christian morals. What was their evidence for the hate crime? American flag. That's right. He had American flag. He should have just burned that instead. And this is just the way the world works now. This is the, we, it's important to understand, we live in a theocracy, and you can be punished by the state, and you will be punished by the state brutally for blasphemy, blasphemy against their state religion, state religion of gay sex and Judaism, basically. These are the, these, it's sort of a combine religion. It's the LGBT religion mixed with uh, worship of Israel. And these things are, are illegal to oppose now. You are heretic, you're blasphemous, and the agents of the state, the holy warriors of, you know, Orlando PD or Delray Beach uh, Police Department, the, Knights, the new Knights Templar, they'll uh, haul you away and, and stick you in a concrete box for the rest of your life for daring to drive on the road that they painted. Video released by the Delray Police Department show the driver of a pickup truck with a large flag on the back performing burnouts in the intersection located at Northeast 1st Street and 2nd Avenue. Police said in a news release that the reckless action caused significant damage to the streetscape painting, which serves as a symbol of unity and inclusivity for the LGBT community. 
And that's what they need, unity and inclusivity. I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe you should have just washed their feet instead. How dare you? How dare you drive your truck on the road, sir? That road is a symbol of unity and inclusivity for this poor, beaten down and oppressed minority group that will have you arrested for opposing their symbols, for damaging their symbols. Law enforcement actively worked on the case for more than a week, police said. We received multiple reports from concerned citizens who witnessed Brewer engaging in these destructive acts. I remind you, uh, driving on the road. Okay. Driving on the road. That's what he has been charged with. Uh, Brewer turned himself in Monday. Palm Beach County jail records show he was released from custody the next day, posting a $5,250 bond on on charges of felony criminal mischief and reckless driving. And it's not the first time the crosswalk has been vandalized. Alexander Jarek, then 20, pleaded guilty to the same charges for performing damaging burnouts in the intersection in 2021. A judge sentenced the Lake Worth man to probation and community service. So charged with a felony for driving over their sacred symbol. And again, not the, not the first, actually just the latest in a series of these types of events. As Raw Egg Nationalist points out, defacement of America's real sacred symbols will not go unpunished. He points to a man who has been sentenced to 15 years in prison for burning an LGBTQ flag hanging in a church. Talked about this yesterday, 15 years in prison. Gonna let that one sink in for you. Burning an LGBT flag. Yeah, you can burn an American flag. That's your right under the First Amendment. But the LGBT flag doesn't represent the First Amendment. It represents something else. It represents a tyrannical religious class that burning their symbols is uh, blasphemy. It doesn't hurt anybody. Nobody got hurt, right? Nobody actually suffered from this. He burned a flag. He burned an LGBT flag. He is now in prison for 15 years. Can you imagine going away to jail right now and not being out until 2040 because you burned a, a gay flag? That's the, it's the world we're in. And of course, the man who beheaded the satanic display has been charged with the hate crime. He says we should not tolerate Satan, but Satan is, is our God now. Satan is the God of our religion here in America. So that's blasphemy. Of course, I could find video after video of people destroying nativity scenes or tearing down uh, crosses. Of course, there's been a series of fire bombings against church buildings, and pregnancy centers following the Supreme Court decision about Roe versus Wade. None of those have even been charged. You can burn down a library. You can burn down a a small business in New York or Philadelphia or L.A., and the government's response in that case is to actually pay you $20,000 if you're in Black Lives Matter. So if you're in Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and you go and you try to burn down a historic church in Washington, D.C., the response will likely be, as it has been in New York and Philadelphia and Chicago and a number of other cities, to actually pay you $20,000. If you burn a gay flag, you go to jail for 15 years. So there's that. So Dylan Reese Brewer, 19 years old, he faces felony charges for criminal mischief 
for driving over an LGBT, LGBTQ mural uh, that they painted on the ground on the road. Pretty incredible stuff. And, and this is just the beginning. I mean, is it, is, it getting, is it getting more obvious? Is it becoming more clear the world that we live in? The absolute despotic madness that rules our daily life the arbitrariness of the application of law, the way that the government can spy on their enemies, can send people to prison completely arbitrarily while letting out murderers and criminals where one president not who doesn't break the law is facing 450 years in prison while the president, vice president at the time that did break the law gets off scot-free because he's too mentally incompetent to know any better when you've got private organizations and NGOs and media outlets and big tech billionaires and the FBI and the CISA all gathering together to conspire to rig a 2020 election four years after they failed to rig the 2016 election by using international cooperation with overseas intelligence agencies to spy on in an effort to get blackmail or provide uh, strategic information against Donald Trump's campaign. I mean, is it becoming clear to you the anarcho-tyranny that we live under, the relentless murders and thefts and homelessness and machete attacks? I mean, you just have to look at Austin, right? Last week, some poor kid walking down the trail got his arm cut off by a machete, Yesterday, a car drove through a hospital and killed 19 people. Mass shooters targeting churches, completely disappearing from the headlines outright because they're transgender. Video after video of cops shooting at innocent people because they're so on edge because the us versus them, cops versus citizens mentality has been driven home on both sides to where when people get arrested, they feel like they're about to die, so they fight back with everything they've got, and it has cops being completely on edge and shooting first and asking questions later as they just riddle with bullets innocent people who happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Is it becoming clear to you yet that this chaos is manufactured on purpose by design? It's not necessary. It's not inevitable. These are all choices that we're making to create this just uncontrolled, out of whack, unbalanced, chaotic, frenzied madness that we all have to deal with as we're just trying to put food on our table and live a life unmolested by the powers that be. They will never let us be. They will never let us alone. We have to overthrow these people. I don't know how exactly, but... And I, I really don't know how because it's it's got to happen in the minds of the individual. It's got to – all you have to do is look at these things clearly without the bias of the modern world getting everything mixed up, right? It would be obvious if you had, you know, some – leftist who goes to a church or, you know, a, a just stop oil activist who throws paint on a, on a religious symbol 
right? If they were painting the crosswalks with crosses and then somebody walked across them and then was thrown in jail for blasphemy, for violating the, the sacred religious moral, it'd be like, oh, we're in a theocracy. Oh, this is like a Christian theocracy. When it's not Christianity, apparently people can't recognize a theocracy. They can't recognize tyranny. If we had laws where you can't be anti-Christian uh, and speaking out against Christianity as a whole or a Christian individual was considered a, a hate crime and you could actually be charged for it or removed from the internet, it would be obvious we live in a Christian theocracy. Well, that's what happens with anti-Semitism because we live in a Jewish slash gay theocracy. <laughs> that's, that's just the truth. That's where we are at this point. And uh, we have to do something about that. We have to do something about that. We have to see it first and then we have to destroy it. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story, a story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. Recent studies have uncovered the extraordinary health benefits of curcuminoids, the active compounds in turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. But it doesn't stop there. Baudis incorporates a symphony of ingredients meticulously chosen to enhance the absorption of curcuminoids, ensuring your body reaps the full benefit. First on the stage, organic black pepper extract, nature's enhancer. It contains piperine, which studies suggest can boost curcumin absorption by up to 2,000%. A remarkable duo, working hand in hand to maximize the benefits of turmeric. The final crescendo, Bodies' core, 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. Once absorbed, curcuminoids unleash their anti-inflammatory magic, targeting the very pathways that fuel chronic inflammation. It's not just a supplement. It's a natural force working with your body to restore balance. You see, it's not just about what you take. It's about what your body can absorb. Now let me throw it over to a man who needs no introduction, Alex Jones. Body's ultimate turmeric formula is back in stock. Let me explain something. It's turmeric concentrate. It's 95% curcuminoid. We went to the top lab and said, what's the strongest you put out? They said like 87%. Most companies put out raw turmeric, it's 5%, 4%. This is 95% curcuminoid, okay? So this is like, I guess the example's like, instead of eating, you have to eat like you know, 10 of those other pills just to get what is in one of these. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Body's ultimate turmeric formula, infowarstore.com. Bodies. An ally in the battle against inflammation. Visit InfoWarsStore.com now and seize the opportunity to take control of your health. Now you know the rest of the story. Until next time, good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. 
the enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against the globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser to keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the Earth. We're told all this garbage so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what a, what a Valentine's Day. We, uh, we got a lot of videos to show you. We're getting more. We're getting more every minute. We'll have to go to uh, one that we just found here in just a little bit. Because good Lord. I, I, uh, okay. I, I mean, I don't even know where to go with it's, this. It's a barn burner. I guess we can go to that one. I just, uh, I just haven't had time to look up the stats, so I'm going to be vague with my stats. Uh, I, you know, I know what they are, but I, I got to actually find them in my research. Uh, but we, yeah, we can go to the video. We can go ahead and go to the video. We got We got a couple of videos that all kind of uh, combined together. So we just came across this one. We listened to about four seconds of it and decided we hate this guy with a burning passion. But we're going to hear him out. We're going to hear what he has to say. Uh, it's, how do I set this up? Um, Gay. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it you know what uh, before no yeah we'll go to this one first all right we'll go to this one first this was posted by uh, young americans for liberty i believe uh, young america's young america's foundation uh it's it's a black guy in a suit behind a podium just it really you know i guess in terms of like america's religion he's a priest of america's religion here delivering a sermon about crime in America. Let's watch and we'll, we'll pause and comment as we listen along and learn. Whites are psychopaths. All right, let me- And their behavior <laughs> represents- Let me stop you right there. <laughs> okay. All right, so he starts off, comes out swinging. Whites are psychopaths. See, there's a thing that happens when you try to talk about crime in, by division of race, where if you simply point out the FBI statistical evidence, the data that comes in on, on crimes by race, if you notice and, and actually say the differences that you see, you are accused of not just looking at data, but of being compelled and driven by some underlying 19th century racial belief 
that there is something inherently criminal about the Negro mind, right? This is what's always put. If you just go, well, 13% of the population are black and they commit 50% of the crime. If you break it down further, you know, really only about 6% of the population are young black men and they're the ones who commit 50% of the crime. And this is a problem. This is an issue. It's an issue for the black community. It's an issue, you know, obviously destroys families, people sent to prison. The communities themselves are the ones most often victimized by the black perpetrators. So it's a problem. And if you want to solve it, you have to actually look at the data and and figure out how best to uh, rectify the situation because it's not a good one. Uh, But again, if you just say black people on average commit more crime than white people, they say, oh, really, you just believe that black people are the untermensch and that you are the ubermensch and that they are genetically predisposed to violent activity. It's like, well, I never said any of that. I'm looking at the stats here. So I think this is some sort of overcompensation where it's the the black guy that we're listening to here uh, trying to flip this on its head and being like, they think that about us. Well, I'm going to say it about them. It's very sad. And also reinforces other stereotypes we won't get into. Uh, but let's go, let's go back. I'm sorry, I, I had to stop it there. So, so far in this, uh, this sermon, in this religious address, we have learned that whites are psychopaths. Let's continue. Whites are psychopaths. And their behavior represents an underlying biologically transmitted proclivity with roots deep in their evolutionary history. So true. How, can, how many of you could see the proclivity that evolved deep within the evolutionary history of whiteness by show of hands? How many of you could see how it? Many, how many of you can Some define proclivity? Sitting, oh, no, I don't want to raise my hand. That's called denial. There's no discussion about the delusion and the perversion of whiteness. Say this with me. Rape culture in America is Before actually legal- saying it with her. Economic and moral moral institution. institution. Incredible. So we're going to, we have it written in the law. You can rape black women, but we've never been a racist country. Okay. Let's just pause it right there. Let's pause. Let's, let's, let's dig down. Let's investigate, put our critical thinking hats. Now raping black women is illegal in this country. So he just said that this is, this is why I struggle. I mean, I know how to argue with somebody who says something that's kind of true. When somebody is just like, it is undeniable that the sky is red all the time every day. It's just like, but it's not. No, it's not. This is is as far as these arguments can go. Raping black women is legal in this country. Well, no, it's not. I mean, what, what are we supposed to say here? It's not. Everybody knows it's not. What the hell are you talking about? This man should be in jail. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We got to do something. We can't let this keep going. Whatever this is, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. There are people listening to him that are actually repeating back to him what he's saying about rape culture. Now, again, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think I generally know the numbers in terms of not just rape. Obviously, black women uh, are massively overrepresented in terms of victims of rape and of murder. Uh, because they're the primary victims of the the black criminals. But in terms of interracial rape, it's at least tens of thousands. Uh, we, 
I mean, the numbers are out there. I'm pretty sure it's something like I don't want to I don't want to overblow it, but I think it's something like seventeen thousand white women are raped by black men in a year, something like that. I'm not so sure. I'm not I, I'm not a hundred percent on that statistic, but it's massive and, and horrifying. Like when you see it and you think about like, okay, so that's 365 days a year. So that's like every hour a white woman is raped by a black guy every 15 minutes. What is going on here? That is insane. The interracial rape statistics. Now, I'm not sure about that. I, I, I don't have the exact numbers on it. The number of white men who rape black women per year, I am positive in because it's uh, zero. It's zero. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Statistically, doesn't happen doesn't happen maybe a vanishingly small but it doesn't show up in the statistics doesn't happen it doesn't happen but people believe it does you know this type of information it's not just whoever this guy is speaking to whatever crowd this is i remember when uh, owen and i were on the street uh at south by i think in 2018 and we were interviewing a black girl and she was like you're the ones i gotta worry about it's white guys who are raping black women and it's like no, that literally, that literally never happens. So, outside thirteen years a slave. Yeah, well, Hollywood obviously has a vested interest in portraying it as as happening. Okay, so uh, let's go back. I'm sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt, sir. Uh, you were just saying that uh, white people are psychopaths. It's inherent in their. Uh, I'm sorry, they, their proclivity is inherent. He's very, he's very well-spoken, isn't he? Let's go back to uh, the priest, shall we? This goes beyond gaslighting. Yeah, it does. And it's rooted in psychological delusion. Wow, so deep. And I'm not seeking agreement from white people at all. Yeah, because white people care about the truth, I guess. I don't, I don't know. prioritize whiteness or white people in my work in that way. So turn to your neighbor and say, as much as we want to talk about how bad Anti-blackness is, it is the foundation of all American, all white American institutions. We then get to Ron DeSantis. He says, in Florida, we're taking a stand against the state-sanctioned racism that is critical race theory. We yeah. won't all allow right. for uh, the tax dollars to be spent teaching kids to hate our country I'll, I'll just or say hate it. each other. I'll just come out and say it. Slavery was a mistake. I think slavery was a mistake. I think... If only our forefathers knew. Slavery, it was, just, it was a terrible mistake. In a world where ancient remedies blend with modern science, Jones knows the secret. Bawd ease from InfoWars Life isn't just any treasure, but the ultimate turmeric and inflammatory support. For millennia, turmeric's power has been recognized, but not all turmeric is created equal. With InfoWars Bawd ease, you're getting turmeric root extract in a much more potent form. And the magic doesn't stop at turmeric. Paired with ingredients known for their anti-inflammatory properties like organic sage leaf and others, Bodies is a symphony of nature's best. Joint support, flexibility, inflammation, and immune support. With Bodies, you're not just unlocking the secrets of ancient remedies, but also supporting the show. <sighs> Discover the power of all natural turmeric. Grab your treasure today. <laughs> 
Head to InfoWarsStore.com and experience the magic of at ease for yourself. Well, well, nitric oxide is a key. It's made by our own bodies again. It's made by L-citrulline and, and L-arginine, the amino acids. So we're fed. You can, you can get it from beet powder and other things. The nitric oxide relaxes the endothelium, the vasculature. It relaxes the vein. It's a natural blood pressure. In fact, I use the two, your InfoWars. I keep that on my shelf. And I feed myself the Cardio Miracle, which is just for straight food. It's a different formulation than that one and the two together are a one-two punch so you get in your food the ability to make what you need and no more that was dr judy mikovitz top research scientist without me even asking her telling everybody how incredible this product is and it's finally back in stock nitric boost is 40 percent off at infowarsstore.com and it doesn't just have the vasodilation opening up your arteries and your veins to clean things out it does so many incredible things god gave us this compound so many of the big things you see out there promoted in the media are based on the natural ingredients that are already in this product so get your amazing nitric boost today at infowarstore.com you need to experience the health the vitality the stamina the libido everything that comes with nitric boost you've looked at our formula you, you like it i did and i do yes well, I, I'm not a scientist like you. What is what do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do? Um, it relaxes the vasculature. So the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure, has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. Prior to the COVID shot, the deadliest vaccine, we saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things. Yeah, why is it Particularly the athletes. Um, because they operate at oxygen max um, capacity max. They're, they're operating at such a high level in their mitochondria. This is an energy production, oxygen um, necessary disease. Um, so they create, they, that's what they're finding. They turbocharge the blood clots. Yep. And ischemia, lack of oxygen. Mm. So constricted blood vessels too, because athletes are running, they're constricted, they're they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow, which is why your nitric oxide um, product, that new products, I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events, be, uh, dissolve under the tongue, give you an instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. Nitric Boost, exclusively available, 40% off right now, in stock, ready to ship nitric boost infowarstore.com try it support the infowar it's a 360 win all right welcome back folks i don't know what to say i'm i'm sort of torn like talking about this stuff i don't like getting into these topics but then that's the that's the problem isn't it the problem is that you've got crazy black people like whoever this dude is saying just the most horrible racist divisive crap just lies just open despicable lies and they're so egregious and they're so in your face you just want to like ignore it like you just don't you just want to go ugh, whatever dude like everybody gets that you're crazy but not everybody gets that they're crazy and if you don't 
respond to it, uh, then people only get one side of the message, and it's the insane racist side. And then you sort of extrapolate that, and you look at some of the videos that I can show you here today of white people being savagely attacked by black people out of nowhere for no reason. We have a lot of them. And there's a, a, a constant with all these videos where all of the other white people that aren't being attacked uh, just stand there or, or they run away. And if a white person ever does fight back, then you'll have a crowd of black people jump in and, and assist their, their fellow black person. So there's, there's a part of it that's like, all right, if I just ignore this, if I just don't talk about this, if I don't defend white people or argue back against this insane black dude, and, you know, it's almost like I'm, I'm then the white person standing there while another white person gets savagely beaten, not doing anything. It's kind of like I have to step in. I have to stand up for white people. It sucks. I hate doing it. It's annoying. I was, I was watching the show back yesterday, and it's like I'm listening to myself, and I'm going, gee, all right, we get it. Black, you know, white people are being destroyed. But it's like, but I don't, it's not my choice. I don't want to talk about this stuff, but these people are everywhere. So we got to say something about it. We got to stop it. Here's a good example, uh, clip number 16. This was posted uh, with, a, with a title, sarcastic title, but it was like, you know, if you're asking what the white kid did to deserve it, uh, can I remind you of slavery? And you can see the white kids literally run away. They literally run away. So we back it up. I don't know. Did we, did we start it early enough? So the black kid sets up the camera. So he's filming this. He's getting ready for it. They're on a basketball court. Uh, a black dude... He runs up like um, like a Naruto character and just sucker punches a kid in the back of the head. And all the other white kids run away. Just run away. They all flee. They all get the hell out of there. Now he knocks the kid out. The kid falls back, hits the back of his head on the uh, basketball uh, floor. That's how you die, by the way. When people die in fist fights, that's why. It's because they fall straight back and hit the back of their head. And you can see that kid freezes up. Have you ever seen fight videos where people, like, freeze and start, like, twitching? It's because the back of their head gets hit. So, I don't know. That kid may have died. He may be in a coma. We're not sure. But he was white, so I guess he deserved it. Uh, but, again, the issue I see is that all the white kids around him literally just flee. They just run away. They see an innocent person just standing there be savagely attacked, and their response is, despite the fact there's 10 of them and one attacker, the 10 people run away, they flee, they run away. And maybe this is because they you know, have some inkling of uh, what would happen legally if they were to get involved, where it would be, you know, you'd have the NAACP, you'd have like the black community rally around the kid and our poor son got beaten by a mob of white people. Like it doesn't matter who starts it or whether they're defending themselves. Uh, there's a certain power to collectivism that is undeniable. We go to number uh, 17. Another great example, exactly what I'm talking about here. Uh, another gym, another school, right? They're basically prison yards at this point. Black kids sitting there with a, uh, a sign, smashes one white kid, smashes another. Now, see, this white kid actually fights back. Nobody else runs away, right? Uh, but when, it's, when it becomes obvious that the, the white kid is actually kind of have the upper hand, here comes a, a, a black adult running in and attacking the white kid, despite the white kid being the one who was just standing there when he himself was attacked. So again, this is like, I don't know. You can't just stand there and ignore this. 
not white kids getting getting ganged up on uh, by all the black people. So this just happens over and over. And, uh, you know, people say, well, it's high school, kids get in fight. You can make whatever excuses you want up. But this starts as early as elementary school. If we go to clip number 19, uh, this is a nine-year-old white girl um, fully embracing diversity. Here she's being beaten by a young black man, and now she's being beaten by a much older black man. Here's a nine-year-old white girl being pummeled by probably a 15-year-old black kid. Uh, and some other, some of the other black kids get in on it. There's the little kid getting his turn. So again, just uh, from from youth until old age, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. We can go to clip number one here. We won't show you the whole thing because it is, in fact, just utterly brutal. Uh, but yeah, we can go ahead and go to clip number one. Why not? Uh, this was in, uh, I'm not sure, uh, Compton or something. But yeah, white guy made a mistake being in a black neighborhood. And it's just savagely beaten. Savagely. Now let me go ahead and pull it down because it actually gets really, really brutal and I don't want to show it. Uh, but not only is it brutal with a, a mob of people beating this man senseless for no reason because he's white, uh, leaving him literally bleeding from every orifice in his uh, face and head, lying on the ground, but nobody calls cops, nobody checks on him. He eventually is just left there and they're like doing burnouts in cars on, in the intersection and he's lying on the concrete bleeding to death and nobody cares. Nobody tries to help him. Nobody has any concern whatsoever. Uh, and this is, you know, a lynching. It's what you might call a lynching. Although lynchings were usually in response to a crime that was committed. Some guy, you know, violated a white girl and, you know, they would go and, and they wouldn't wait for the justice system. They would just uh, carry out street justice. Uh, but even in the heights of Jim Crow, you really didn't have this. Certainly not on a daily basis like we have today. I didn't pull these videos on purpose. These are all these all just were published yesterday. I didn't go through and like dig around for a bunch of videos of white people getting beaten by black people. This was these were all just posted in the last 24 hours. So, yeah, again, I don't want to talk about this, but I feel like if I don't, then I'm the white guy who's just standing there. Well, another white guy gets beaten by a mob of black people, and it's like, I have to say something about this, right? I mean, my God. Good Lord. There's another uh, video here of some guys playing pool. Is that uh, clip 13? Yeah, let's go to clip uh, 13 here. Uh, clip 13 is, the, is maybe the solution to this. So let's, uh, let's back it up to the beginning and, uh, and roll clip 13. We can get rid of all the crime in America overnight, just like that. And people ask how attorney Crump changed the definition of crime. Mm. Of course, if you get to define what conduct is going to be made criminal, you can predict who the criminal is going to be. It sounds yeah. like we're criminal, though. Yeah. Our existence no, is the culture. criminal. But they That's made the laws. They made the law to criminalize our culture, to black culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so when I think of Eric Garner, I always think of stuff like that. Lucy's cigarettes. I did nothing. We sit here the whole time running our business. What are you doing? You about to do what? Who got your cigarette to? Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Gary lost his life. Yeah. And then George Floyd was trying to buy cigarettes and so forth. So you have to think about the profiling things that they come up with the profilers for pretextual reasons. And it happens every day, Al. They will come and say, you can't wear baggy pants. Right. Make mm -hmm. that a crime. Right. You yep. can't have milk yep. cars Exactly. Yep. Yard. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yep. They all nod right. along. Yep. It is illegal to wear baggy pants. Yes, that's, yes, Mr. Crump, you're exactly right. It's illegal to wear baggy pants in America. Isn't that terrible?
uh, you know, just it's what? It's just fantasy. Just this bizarre victimization fantasy nonsense. But I'm, you know, I, frankly, it's brilliant. How do you solve crime? You change what constitutes a crime. If you just stop calling crimes crimes, if you just stop prosecuting criminals, you eliminate crime. Wow. Wow. Why didn't we think of that? Oh, that's right. Because it's retarded. No, I'm sorry. We, we didn't think of that because that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's why. Yeah, you know it's like it's like how it's like how baggy pants are illegal, and they're all like, "Yep, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, yep, exactly, exactly." Bag, bag, baggy pants are illegal. That's right. <laughs> Benjamin Crump, an American attorney who specializes in civil rights and catastrophic personal injury cases, is wrongful death suits. Uh, so I did not plan on talking about black crime today, but we just happened to come across that video of the man calling whites psychopathic proclivities baked into their DNAs. And, uh, well, we had to go down a little tangent, a horrible, depressing tangent. So I hope not everybody, uh, is falling for this. And actually there's, um, you know, we could get serious with this. We could talk about this V-Dare article, Black Lives Matter in the New York Times and Black Lives Murdered Everywhere. They actually break down the way that thousands of black people were killed following the uh, defund the police program uh, because it's all, it's all just as retarded as the last. But we're not going to be serious about it. We're just going to mock these people. Ladies and gentlemen, sold out for five months. The number one strongest turmeric in the world, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is back in stock. It's turmeric concentrate. It's 95% curcuminoid. We went to the top lab and said, what's the strongest you put out? They said like 87%. Most companies put out raw turmeric, it's 5%, 4%. This is 95% curcuminoid, okay? So this is like, I guess the example's like, instead of eating, you have to eat like, you have 10 of those other pills just to get what is in one of these. And it's got some other key ingredients in it that the experts say helps upload the turmeric. It's anti-inflammatory. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. The all-time fan classic Bodies, 40% off, back in stock. And even made stronger, new and improved, and we got it with a bigger manufacturer, so we can discount it too. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have Nitric Boost. It cleans out the blood, the heart, goes out with spike proteins, everything. Dr. Mikovich is talking about this for 40% off as well. And this is selling out, but despite that, it's still 30% off. It's next level foundational energy, the methylfolate, the key compound of other ingredients that clean out your cells and that are the main energy source. Popeye takes spinach. That's why it's so strong. What's in that? Folic acid. This is the breakdown concentrate of folic acid after the cells break it down. So this just goes right in there like nitrous oxide in, in, in a race car, okay? So you go from 800 horsepower to 1500 horsepower when you turn on the nitrous. I can't even take this, okay? Okay, I turn into a psychotic goblin, okay? okay but I'm just telling you right now, you want next level foundational energy, get it, infowarstore.com.